Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Just win it. Touchdown. Rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for the Jets-Falcons postgame report. The Jets lose another one in embarrassing fashion, 13-8, to the final score at MetLife Stadium on a disgusting rainy day. Half the stadium was empty, and the ones that were there saw an ugly football game. But then again, what else have they been seeing the last bunch of weeks from this Jets football team? And so, to break it all down, our friend who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, what's up, man? Not much, Scott. How you doing? <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm not watching that game anymore That was a rough one We'll start with the quarterback situation There's not a whole lot more to say Tim Boyle went out there And he was more or less exactly what you would think Tim Boyle would be 14 of 25, 148 yards Through a brutal interception to Jesse Bates There were one or two drives where they moved the ball But in the end they weren't scoring points Which is basically what the Jet offense has done all along In the fourth quarter Trevor Simeon came in I guess try somebody else He was brutal as well 5 of 13 for 66 yards Sacked three times Fumbled three times I joked Andy a couple of weeks ago That when Simeon finally got in the game He was going to get sacked 12 times And the Jets still wouldn't be able to score In fairness to me He only played one quarter and got sacked three times So if you extrapolate that Over the course of a four-quarter game That would equal 12 sacks So if you think about it In a way, I was sort of right At least proportionately Also, I was right in the fact That the Jets couldn't move the ball We've said this over and over again But the reality is The offense is just terrible In every way imaginable We'll get into the other parts of this game In a bit But first, Andy We've said it before Deck chairs on the Titanic I don't want to get into The Zach Wilson thing again but there was no quarterback on this roster that was going to be able to help. You saw it again. Tim Boyle is really a glorified practice squad quarterback. Trevor Simeon was an okay backup a couple of years ago. His time has passed. 
And now the Jets are in a situation where they're just hopeless because they have nobody that can do much at quarterback and the rest of the offense has not been able to do much. And we'll get into the nuts and bolts of what I'm talking about as far as the offensive pieces letting them down, for the most part, really, in the passing game. The only guys that have been able to consistently do anything close to produce have been Garrett Wilson and Tyler Conklin. Of course, Wilson much more so than Conklin. Andy, before we get into all of that, the quarterback situation, I'm going to go ahead and go back to one of the legendary lines from the late Dennis Green, but these quarterbacks are who we thought they were, and the offense is what we thought it was, and we saw that again today. Back in the offseason, I thought it was an inconceivable idea that the Jets would go this season with Zach Wilson as the backup, and they did, and then they didn't adjust or have a backup plan, and their backup plan was really to put in a couple other quarterbacks who weren't any better or really a threat to Zach Wilson and obviously to Aaron Rodgers. And for whatever reason, the Jets did that. I think there's, if you're looking at logic, the only thing that's logical is that it, for some reason they thought they needed to with Aaron Rodgers here because otherwise there's no way these guys would have done this and, and wrote it out with that quarterback this way. And whatever the reason is, whether that Rodgers explicitly said something or whether they're just worried about upsetting him, they didn't go out and get another quarterback, and here we are. So that's it. It wasn't a thing like Zach Wilson is the problem. He he proved he was a problem a couple years ago, the last two years. I mean, we already knew that he didn't have what it takes to overcome the situation the Jets were in because we saw it last year very explicitly when they had to make – the change and at one point bench him for for Chris Strebler. So, the, the if you're going to give the guy a redshirt year, give him a redshirt year, give him a real backup, give the Jets a real backup here, not you know make him one snap away from the oldest player in the NFL getting hurt and being forced into the game. So that that's the decision that was made. That's why the Jets are where they at are, are where they are at, and that's their inability or their refusal to address the situation further once Aaron Rodgers got hurt is why they're still where they're at and why they're going to miss the playoffs and why they might lose 10 straight games to end the season because their quarterback room is so awful that, you know, they can't overcome anything, whatever, you know, you want to say about Hackett. I mean, it's, it's, he hasn't been great either. He hasn't done a good enough job of, of scheming up to his quarterback strengths, especially with Zach Wilson who had different strengths than Aaron Rodgers. But ultimately, it's a personnel thing as much as it, as it is anything else, as much as it is a coaching thing. And as much, and it's not on these quarterbacks either. It's that they should have never been in this position to be throwing the ball for a team with, with hopes of making the playoffs. So you can blame the coaching staff. You can blame the front office and that's, and you can blame Woody Johnson. And that's where this is. That's, that's what this is. And, it's not on to me. It's not on Zach Wilson. It's not on Tim Boyle. It's not on Trevor Simeon. They are what they are. They are what they had proven to be coming into this season. And yes, Wilson had a chance with a reset to maybe be something different, but he never got the reset. And why was would anything have been any different this year after you got to sit for, for like a week? Andy, what I got from what you just said is that the Jets should have kept Chris Trevler. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything would have been, that would have fixed everything. <laughs> I will say there was one bright spot, believe it or not, on the offense today, and that was that Xavier Gibson had five catches for 77 yards. 
So maybe he's a guy that could figure into their future plans. I don't think anybody's mistaking him for number one and number two or maybe even a number three receiver, but maybe he's a guy that sticks around and can be a piece for a few years as a return guy and a fourth or fifth receiver. It was a nice thing to see today. Garrett Wilson had a good game today. He had the one catch that ended up getting nullified, but it was a tough catch on the sideline where he took a real lick. Couldn't get both legs in bounds, but still, this was a nice game for him the last couple of weeks he had had some nice numbers but also some mistakes so this was a bit of a bounce back in that regard Tyler Conklin three catches for 35 yards but again the quarterback play wasn't really going to allow him to do much Brees Hall continues to flounder a little bit rushing the ball even though part of that is on the offensive line you have to wonder at this point if maybe things are in his head maybe he was trying to do too much and it's become a problem for him 13 carries for 16 yards Dalvin Cook actually got more carries again today nine carries for 35 yards Jesse Bates was a big hero today for the Falcons on defense getting that big interception that forced Tim Boyle out of the game and that's really all you can say about the Jets offensively the line really wasn't doing the greatest job in the world of protecting the quarterbacks today either another makeshift version of this line with Carter Warren playing right tackle for the first time in his career they did get Wes Schweitzer and Mekhi Becton back that was nice though Overall, though, Andy, it was what it was from the Jets' offense, a poor performance. Xavier Gibson, the biggest bright spot because he had the five catches for 77 yards, his biggest game as a pro. And it was nice to see Garrett Wilson out there fighting, Tyler Conklin as well. But overall, not much you could really like from this game. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I would like to look closer at Carter Warren. The Jets have been highly complimentary of him. You know, I didn't see... Any glaring mistakes, but that doesn't mean, you know, that that I I could have missed something and wasn't a game where you're like checking every replay because there was so much going on. Um, but I, I'm interested to see if, you know, maybe he's kind of showing himself as an option for the Jets. That could be another bright spot. Hard to find bright spots for an offense that, you know, hasn't scored. I think it's what it's two touchdowns in the last month at this point. So it, it's just hard to to feel good about any of that and it, it's it's hard to watch i mean it's just really hard to watch uh but they did move the ball a little bit today and like you said those were all bright spots uh, you know dalvin cook also i thought showed some nice moments or had some nice moments earlier in the game and then of course there's a fumble it's just kind of the way it goes for the jets anything that you want to feel good about even for a few minutes it's it's going to probably get thrown back in your face at this point if you're a jets fan is what it has to feel like with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, on defense, we should say one of the bright spots, Jermaine Johnson, getting another sack and a half, so six and a half for the season, has a chance to become the first edge rusher the Jets have had since Calvin Pace in 2013 to get double-digit sacks, which sounds kind of insane, but it's the truth. Quinnen Williams and Ashton Davis combining to get a safety. That was how the Jets got two of their points. Six points came from field goals from Greg the Leg Zerline. I said before this game on the pregame report with Walter Cherpinski of WalterFootball.com that if there were any props I liked in this game, they were the kicking props. I said go over on all of them. Both kickers hit the over on all. So that was more or less what you got out of this game. It was some field goals and a safety. Defensively, this wasn't the Jets' finest hour, but overall, you can't really complain too much. It's funny because I thought Bijan Robinson did more than he actually did. And if you look at his yards totals, I guess they're okay 79 yards of total offense, but 18 carries for 53 yards, a 2.9 yards per carry average. Not all that good. Tyler Algier, not any better. Eight carries for 26 yards. And Desmond Ritter. You saw a couple of nice throws sprinkled in with an overall bad performance. 12 of 27, 121 yards, and one touchdown pass. The officiating in this game, absolutely atrocious as well, by the way. There were numerous penalties that just looked absolutely ridiculous. The one that sticks out in my mind was an illegal contact on DJ Reed where he barely grazed Kyle Pitts, and yet they called it anyway. There were a couple of those throughout the game. The Jets couldn't overcome any adversity anyway, so to throw all those roadblocks in their way felt like it was basically taking any chance they had of winning this game away. It's tough to criticize the defense when they only give up 13 points, but then again, bear in mind that this is an Atlanta offense that isn't all that good. should also say that Jordan Whitehead should spend a little less time fighting with Jets content creators online and a little more time worrying about how he tackles and how he covers because last week, a terrible missed tackle on Tyreek Hill that led to a touchdown. This week, a terrible play in coverage that led to a touchdown. I know that everybody's talked about him as a potential pro bowler because he's got four interceptions and 69 tackles but those are box score stats if you've been watching Jordan Whitehead this year I suppose he's better than last year low bar but this was another rough game for him yeah I mean they, they got beat on defense you know for for a, on, on a nice touchdown and you know Whitehead may have been involved it seems like he is has been involved lately when the Jets make mistakes on defense um, I can't argue with you I don't understand these guys getting on social media and defending themselves, as we've seen in the past week, it can get a little <laughs> weird. So, my goodness. Um, and and you know, at least I'll at least you know, Jordan Whitehead goes at the people who, the you know, say stuff about him, not at their family members and and for their appearance, which was again is absolutely <laughs> insane. But um, yeah, I mean, I the the defense. At a certain point, it's you feel bad for the defense. I, I'm not saying they can't be better, but I'm—I I'm, mean, the offense literally 
can't score a touchdown. Like, <laughs> I don't like how do the, does the defense just mentally not just freak out and lose it and start like smashing their helmet on the bench? I mean, it's got to be insanely frustrating. And I know these guys are professionals and pay to do what they do, but the fact that you don't see much, maybe that's what the penalties are coming from because the penalties have been bad. I mean, and the and the refs were terrible today. And everything about that game, the turf, I mean, my God, they're, I'm, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm expecting these players to just like stop in the middle of a game and be like, I don't know if we want to play on this anymore. And <laughs> would you really blame them? Because it just seems like anytime the turf is slick at MetLife right now, there's a bunch of injuries. And I don't know, you know, that's not scientific. It's just when the, the when it's been wet this year, it's these, these games have been like injury fest. So it's just ugly. It's hard. It's hard to watch. Um, these guys are seeing guys go down around them and stuff, and and they're still putting out a pretty good effort out there. I wish I had something better to say or more meaningful in terms of what the defense is doing. It's just hard to seriously break it down at this point. Um, like they can be better in terms of what you said about Jordan Whitehead, but I think overall, you know, the, what this defense has done. You know, at a, there was a point during this game when they had outscored the offense over the last two games, I think it was like eight to seven with, with extra points, <laughs> even with extra points included, even with a missed extra point there or something. So on a safety. So yeah, it's, it's just bad. I mean, it's just, or a missed extra point on the pick six. That's what it was. And so even if you exclude the extra points, the a missed one, the defense had outscored the offense. It's just, you know, not good enough. And, I think the fact that they've been able to come back these last couple of games and not get blown out. I mean, I even hate saying that because there's no like moral victory. There's nothing good about this. I mean, they've lost five straight. I, I don't want to put a positive on any of it, but I've never seen a situation where so clearly one side is capable and the other side is just the the most inept unit you could ever imagine. So it, it's a, it's a unique even by jet standards, this offense is just putrid. So it's a, it's a unique, frustrating experience for this defense. And, you know, the, for the first time, you're kind of seeing more open acknowledgement of that, which I'm sure we'll get into. Andy, to your point, by the way, and this was a little tidbit that was thrown out during the broadcast by Kenny Alpert today. The Jets now have more first quarter safeties than first quarter touchdowns this season, which is unbelievable. I'll pull it up while we're talking, but I wouldn't be surprised at this point if most of their first quarter points this season, the the vast majority, including field goals, because it's not like they've scored a lot of points in the first quarter. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if safety is their their primary scoring weapon to start the game. At, at this point, I will pull that up at some point, but yeah, I mean it's it's just brutal and. You know, the 12 touchdowns, or I'm sorry, 10 touchdowns, 10 offensive touchdowns in 12 games is the fewest since the Bengals in 1993. <laughs> That's a stat from, from ESPN that Rich Zamini put out there, which is just a, a really great stat. Just It's not like your eyes are deceiving you. Uh, this is the worst offense the NFL has seen at this stage of a season in a long, long time, you know, 30 years. Uh, that's it, It's that bad. And 
whatever you want to say about Rodgers, losing Rodgers, Jets are screwed by losing Rodgers. Sure, whatever. But it shouldn't be this bad. It just shouldn't be this bad. Not with Garrett Wilson out there. Not with Brees Hall out there. Not with something. You should be able to figure out something to get it done. And, and there's been a combination of reasons, like I said before, that's on the front office, on ownership, and on coaching staff as to why that hasn't happened. By the way, kids, if you want to know why the Cincinnati Bengals were so bad in 1993, they had decided to move on from Boomer Esiason, traded him to the Jets, and went with David Klingler, who they had picked in the top 10 out of the University of Houston. And if you want to learn about another draft bust at quarterback, go Google David Klingler. Might make you feel a little bit better about Zach Wilson. Andy, let's talk a little bit about injuries and go inside the locker room for some quotes. There was a scare with Perry on Winfrey. As he said, the turf hurt a bunch of guys today, including A.J. Terrell, one of the best players on the Falcons' defense. What's going on injury-wise and what was said inside the locker room after the game? Yeah, Salah said it was for Perry and Winfrey, who the Jets, he made his Jets debut. I, I know that was a guy who had some off-the-field issues and the Jets were giving him a chance. Uh, it went poorly immediately. Um, and and it was bad, basically, is what that one's pretty bad. He's probably done. Um, Salah said it's actually really bad. Bad. And then the other guys, CJ Uzama has an MCL. Saw him limping around the locker room. It didn't seem to be moving that well. So wouldn't be surprised now with 34 days left in the season if if that's it for him. Um, the other guy was Jason Brownlee dealing with an ankle injury. I, I, I saw that. I didn't see it happen, but I saw him trying to come off the field, and then he kind of sat down so um yeah it was that those were the major injuries and then just going into the locker room you're seeing the same frustration guys on defense you know trying to to be diplomatic about the offense and and say the right things but even cj mosley basically today was like yeah i mean it is what it is um with the quarterback situation we have right now, it's, it's not very good. I mean, he's he just said that's the way it is, and we're trying to to do our best to deal with that. And and basically, he said that one day I I really think it's all going to come together. And, and I keep saying that, and he believes that they're going to turn it around. You know, with Mosley, any Jets fan who's been paying attention for the last you know five years since he got here, four years, whatever it's been, four plus years, almost five years now since he got here knows that, that Mosley's kind of been a driving force with saying, like, we are going to get this thing turned around. And now it's fair to wonder, is he going to be here when they do it? And, you know, you don't you don't know that. And, and he doesn't know that. But, yeah, I mean, that frustration is real. You know, the frustration with the officials, it was certainly there, but maybe in the hope of saving some money from their bank accounts. The Jets were pretty diplomatic about that. I mean, Salah didn't want to talk about it. He focused instead on, you know, the Jets comical. I believe he was referring to the Jets, you know, kind of comical lack of discipline late in the first half. Um, you know, I, DJ Reed was, you know, said it's difficult for the officials. John Franklin Myers, same thing. They, they have a tough job. You know, he wasn't trained to be an official. That's what Franklin Myers said. Um, and, yeah, I think that, that you know, the reverse interception at the end of the first half was kind of a rough one for the Jets there and DJ Reed and and there was some frustration but I mean there was a lot of just like stupid stuff going on with the officials like there was a play where Garrett Wilson no they ruled him in on a catch but they missed they got it wrong and also missed him getting hit in the head so uh, it's just it wasn't a great day for the officials and maybe 
something about the conditions affected them as well. But it was it was just rough out there. Salah basically said he. I'm just laughing because I tweeted out the what Salah said about sparking the offense. That's why he went to Trevor Simeon, and, and someone made a joke about like gasoline. You know, an, an explosion. <laughs> so it, that's where Jets fans are at, at right now. Um, and basically he said he's not sure what he's going to do at quarterback. When asked about Zach Wilson for next week, he said he's always a possible. Zach's always a possibility, even though he he hasn't been the last couple of games. He's been an active and, and the emergency quarterback. Um, so we, we could be back to Zach Wilson, folks. As we all knew it would would happen anyway. Um, Salah, you know, he was kind of evasive on a number of things rather than giving answers that weren't that good, which I thought was an improvement for him. When asked about Hackett, he said, uh, just check out the All-22 tape when asked why Hackett's still the play caller. So basically the, the indictment there being on either quarterbacks or basically on the quarterbacks missing open guys. That's, that's seemingly what it was that that guys were open. The quarterbacks missed them. And so it's not on Hackett. I mean, that's a pretty clear situation. Um, and then when asked another question along those same lines about like Garrett Wilson, this was actually pretty funny. When asked why Garrett Wilson wasn't getting the ball when it seemed like he was open, he started laughing. And he said, I'll have to get back to you on that one. And <laughs> he didn't pull out laugh. Let me be better. Let me be a little bit better and more accurate in my depiction here. He looked like he was about to start laughing. He collected himself. I mean, I guess we all know the answer to that question, that the quarterback play isn't good enough. And at a certain point, like, what is this man going to say? I kind of get it, you know. It's it's okay. I'm going to cut him some slack. I asked him – Piling on pretty soon after that, I, I, you know, asked him, like, I, how does the defense not get angry at this point? Because this is kind of ridiculous. And he cut me off and said, they're good. You know, they're they're going to keep bringing it. They're going to keep bringing it. And so far they have. I mean, they've had some a couple rough games there. But, again, once again, hard to blame them for what happened today. Garrett Wilson was introspective and talked a lot about you know, was asked a lot about how he deals with this. He said it weighs on him. It's tough. Uh, he takes it home with him. He didn't say he takes it home with him, but you can tell like it's tough for him that, that it weighs on him away from the facility. It weighs on him all the time. He's trying to make the most of it. Um, another kind of comical answer, depending on the way you look at it, but he was asked why, what he can do to make sure he gets the ball, the ball in those situations where he's open, and he said, he can definitely improve his communication. Um, specifically, I think a lot of people saw that the pass that Tim Boyle didn't make. He checked down to Lazard and said when, when Wilson was running from the quarterback's vantage point right to left across the field open for what seems like it would have been a touchdown. I think it was in the first half. Um, that's kind of the play a lot of people were thinking about. And yeah, Wilson basically is like, oh, I, I can do a better job of communicating, which clearly isn't the problem there. Um, and he also talked about just how how he stays positive and it, I think that's been you know a problem for him they don't really have any answers at this point and and trying to find answers and trying to find reasons to play for you'd think would be a challenge but but also Garrett Wilson doesn't get to where he's at without having kind of a, a reason and a drive and he basically said like 
I, I'm always going to play hard because I'm out there for more than me. I'm out there for my family. I'm out there for everybody who knows me, out there for my teammates. And so the idea of not believing in his teammates and all that, it's just not a real thing. But hes it's definitely tough on him in terms of you know dealing with all this, this losing, especially for a guy who didn't lose very much you know, in college or in high school or at any level because he was so dominant. And then, uh, you know, finally, I think, yeah, I think that's actually it. I'm just trying to remember, you know, the other thing was Dalvin Cook. He was pretty good in terms of talking about the issues with the offense and basically it was like, we just have to find ourselves. We're still trying to figure it out. We haven't found ourselves yet. And someone followed up with a great question, which was, have you ever been on a team that hasn't found itself at this point in the season? And Cook kind of went quiet for a few seconds and then realizing it had been too long, he tried to kind of save it. It was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting older. But basically, he didn't have an answer for that. And he said, like, regardless, it's on us what, of what week it is. It's on us to figure it out. We've got to figure it out. But the fact that they haven't figured it out is is kind of the problem here. And, and it's like I said, it's, there's a number of issues involved, but it, it's not just one thing. And Cook also addressed that fumble and, and admitted it was frustrating and that, you know, it was this weird thing where his, his leg kind of got trapped and, and stayed above – above the turf when he thought he was down. So he, at first, you know, he didn't think it was at risk of a fumble and then it just kind of happened. It was one of those weird fluky plays. It always seems to happen to always seems to happen to the jets. If things are going well, but he said he feels good about where he's at and he's ready to contribute as much as possible down the stretch. And he might be the best option for the jets, but the jets are in a weird spot now in terms of with the playoffs out, out, should they even try to win at this point? Uh, the playoffs aren't technically out, but, but you know, any Jets fans know knows that even if they win out, which they're not going to do, it's not a great chance at nine wins. So uh, Jets have a lot of decisions to make now, uh, and obviously the most important one is what to do with Aaron Rodgers, who's been pushing to come back. And and Salah said this loss changed nothing. That that Rodgers is just going to continue his rehab just like he was before. So Salah's stance all along has been like, we're not getting Rod- Rodgers ready to return. This is just the step, latest step in his rehab, and anything else that happens will cross that bridge. When we come to it, my evaluation of that would be like, don't be surprised if the Jets actually activate Rodgers when they get to the end of this 21-day window just so he can practice. But I don't – like even Rodgers admitted the other day that he's wouldn't make sense for him to play if they're out of playoff contention, and not long from now they will be mathematically eliminated. So that's where things stand for the Jets. A lot of question marks over the last five games. And one of the biggest ones is, are the Jets going to win another game? Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Jets loss to the Atlanta Falcons 13 to eight at MetLife stadium today. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out everything Andy is doing over at NJ.com and follow him on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez. Check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that, already 
Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.